Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic Human Media. Featuring radio, TV, webinars, and live events worldwide. And today, presenting the debut show of Interviews with Authentic You, with your co-host, Michelle Abo, author, international speaker, also known as the Celebrity Numerologist, and Jeffrey Miller, author, international speaker, and also known as The Interventionist. And now, here's Michelle and Jeff. Enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon to this wide world. I'll tell you, uh, this is a most phenomenal thing when we can get on a radio broadcast. And I'm sitting up in the great state of Maine. I'm Jeffrey Miller, also known as the Interventionist, and I'd like to welcome you to Interviews with Authentic You. My co-host today, uh, Michelle Arbo, who is actually my normal co-host, is on duty in the great city of Angels, Los Angeles, and she is tied up on an interview this afternoon herself, speaking of interviews. We'll try to make it in, but we're not sure if she's going to get into the before we close the show. We have an extremely special guest for you today, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about this gentleman. And thank you, by the way, all of you for being with us uh, this afternoon. It's uh, now 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9 o'clock in the U.K. And by the way, thank you to Emily West Sadler, our producer, who is actually producing this show live, ladies and gentlemen, from north of London in the U.K., Thank you, Emily, in the background. Going to be handling all the callers coming in, and we appreciate her. And your guest today is Mr. Robert Parkinson. Robert grew up in poverty on the Mississippi Delta, born in the cotton capital of the world, Greenwood, Mississippi. Robert knows what hard work is all about. He began working with his dad, doing roofing jobs when he was only seven years old. By the time he was 12, he was using his father's Massey Ferguson tractor to bush hog empty lots into developing subdivisions. At 17, Robert and his mother got a call one night that his father had been brutally murdered. Palmated into being the man of the house, Robert had no choice but to learn how to be an adult very fast. By age 18, Robert owned what turned into a very successful martial arts studio while attending college full-time. He pressed forward through college and graduated a few short years later, only to settle down and start a family of his own. In 1994, he had a beautiful daughter, Robin, was born. Since then, he has owned a very large financial planning practice in Florida. He's been asked to take over brokerage firms and then started doing seminars to help others in many different areas of their lives. Today, Robin is a highly sought-after professional speaker, best-selling author and success coach, who has delivered over 1,000 presentations in the area of sales, leadership, and motivation. Robert is also the founder and CEO of RPI Incorporated, with over 20 years of very successful applied business experience in public and private sectors. He is making a difference in the lives of thousands of people all across the United States, Canada, and beyond, now reaching an international market today with us. 
with his speaking platforms, his private coaching and consulting programs. He has consecutively been in the top 5% of sales professionals with every company he's ever been with and represented. He was also recently inducted into the National Academy of Best-Selling Authors, very prestigious award. He also received the Chairman's Award for Excellence from Main Street Financial Group, as well as the Diamond Leadership Award from the Alabama Society for Entrepreneurs, among many others. He has also been featured on ABC and Fox News, as well as Blog Talk Radio, where the media has called him America's leading authority on relationship selling. Not only has he read literally thousands of books of his own on success and personal development, he has also recently co-authored the five-time bestseller, Nothing But Nothing, the world's, <coughs> excuse me, the world's, your bottom line, health, wellness, and success, as well as his own personal book. Stop Selling, Start Listening, The Three Keys to Transforming Ordinary Contacts into Customers, Referrals, and Repeat Business. Amazing subjects right there. Something I personally have dealt with a lot in my life. After great success with both of these books, Robert was asked to partner with New York Times best-selling author Brian Tracy and co-authored a third book called Jumpstart Your Success. Nine top speakers share their insights for creating more success, wealth, and happiness. Robert Parkinson, welcome to Interviews with Authentic You. It is a pleasure to have you with us, sir. Thank you very much, Mr. Miller. I appreciate the opportunity to be here to share with you and your listeners today. Thank you. Well, fantastic. i got to tell you, this is just a, it, it's a, a excitement for me. You and I first met, oh gosh, I can't think how long back now, uh, with our good friend, Mr. James Malinchik, the ABC Secret Millionaire, and James with the Big Money Speaker Boot Camp Series. We met in L.A. and hit it off along with some great friends of yours and mine. And, uh, yeah, from there we've just, yeah. uh, we're, we're growing in friendship and growing in business. And, you know, isn't it true when you hang around with the five people that you would like to be like, you become that, you know? <laughs> you look at success today true. and you look at people who are successful and say, there's my mirror. There's what I'm looking at. And uh, mm. you've certainly done that, sir, with the accolades and your, wow. I, I mean, I have heard you on other radio shows I've heard I've heard you interviewed. I've seen you in person. I have the pleasure of saying, folks, I have actually seen Robert on stage in person, speaking to a massive audience, and I picked up some beautiful information, Robert. And I want to thank you. I have been in sales and marketing my entire career as well for many many years. You hit some nails on the head, sir. And well, that's, I appreciate that. Well, thank you, and that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today. When we Really think think about, you know, what does it take? I mean, you know, you have been in the top 5% of all salespeople in every place you've worked, in each business you've operated. How do you accomplish this? I mean, you still maintain that. How do you do it? <laughs> well, I appreciate, again, you giving me the opportunity to be on the show and all the kind words that you just said. Uh, I guess to answer that question, just like I explained in one of my top-selling books, it's really because I spend a lot of time getting to know my client. I believe that everything that we do has to do with uh, our relationships. It has to do with our networking. It has to do with the ability for us to build and maintain and cultivate those relationships. But I've always spoken with uh, people as if they were already my client. I guess I 
you could say that I assumed the sale from the beginning. That's fantastic. I mean, you think about that, you have to assume the sale. There's something to do with recently I've been paying a lot of attention to Greg Braden. Greg Braden being a scientist and really some 25 plus years ago started to really look at the universe and how the laws of attraction apply and that uh-huh. which we, we learn. Greg, uh-huh. I just recently listened to a new one. Uh, it's not new and it's been out since I think October, November, but I had missed it. And it was quite lengthy, and I had to listen to it in two parts. But basically, he says this: that early Americans, you know, really early, the early original Americans, the native uh, folks in our country, God bless them all, uh, always went to their spot, and uh, they didn't assume anything, they didn't ask for anything, they visioned it as being true, and uh-huh. they gave. Thanks to their forefathers, and they they looked at what they were seeking as though they had it already, meaning that if they wanted rain, they thought about what it felt like to walk barefoot in a muddy area with tons of water, just, you know, days of rain. They could smell the rain. They could feel it. They could sense it hitting the the roofs of their of their of their homes and you know how it touched the adobe and you could smell the difference and he's actually got a chance to go on one of these uh what he thought was a you know a, a rain dance, which wasn't at all and that oh. night it, it that night it rained so hard he couldn't believe it, and he said there's something to this and this was quite mm-hmm. a few years ago witnessed that and it isn't it Probably the same if we think about that. You know, everybody's talking about the laws of attraction. Everybody talks about the secret. And there really isn't a secret. It's really something that probably we've had within us for many, many thousands of years as humankind, but we don't typically on an everyday basis use it. Some do, some don't, but most don't. And rather than saying, oh, I need to do this and I need to ask for that, how about just feeling like you already have it, you already are it, would that not be? I mean, you assume the sale, meaning the sale is there. The sale has already happened. You're just putting the pieces together to, to serve the customer in the best way. Would that be about right? Well, exactly. I, it has to be visualized. It has to be seen. You have to touch it, taste it, smell it, feel it, all the things that you just talked about from the different areas of the senses to believe that these things are going to be and act as if they already are and then they will transpire. So you're dead on target with that. Ah, you see. That, that That's really it. I mean, that is really it. And I, I think no matter what endeavor people are looking at, if they would feel it, you know, it's rain. What do you remember about rain? You close your eyes and visualize, like you said, and this is what it feels like to have rain coming down on me. This is what it feels like when there's plenty of rain and I'm walking around and I'm stomping through puddles. And this is what it smells like, and this is what it looks like, and wow, it rains. And and it really happened, and he's proven, Greg Braden has proved that theory over and over and over again in many different ways, and it works. It works. You know, you talk about people who are not top salespeople, meaning that I heard this in your in your live, the live event I was at. Actually, we were at James Malinchuk in Los Angeles when I heard you speak, and you 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 were able to easily speak to people, and I love that because people really understand what you were saying, and that's so important because sometimes a speaker gets on stage and they're like, and they're in their element, 
but they're not really getting it out to to the rest. I mean, everybody's going, oh, okay, what's this? You you you're very different than that. And uh, what I really liked was that you spoke to people who are potentially not top in their sales profession. Uh, you know, and you had a message that you delivered to those people, those people who are not top salespeople, and who really kind of like you know. They, they, you know, you, like you said, who really hates sounding salesy to friends and family. How, what would you say to people? You know, how do you, you know, go into that a little bit, if you would? Well, I appreciate that. Again, uh, the the main thing is to use the relationships that you have cultivated and that you have formed, and it, you know, relationships. People think of relationships, and they think of a ten or twenty year period of time, or maybe a one or two year period of time. A relationship can be built in 10 seconds. You instantly know you, you, you've had the affinity with people where you've shaken their hand and you know you just you know you have the feeling that this is an authentic person, this is a good person, or whatever. So those feelings, those you, you have to trust the feelings that you have, trusting your gut and so on. But you have to utilize your skills of relationships in order to make those things happen. And I guess the the biggest part is the reason why the book is titled, you know, my top selling book, Stop Selling, Start Listening, is titled that is to stop trying to be who you're not, which all goes back to the authentic you that you are the master of and, and teach people and train people on. But it is about being who you are and simply having a conversation with someone about something, that an idea, a product, or a service that you uh, that you like, that you enjoy, that you've used, or whatever, but then ask questions beyond that uh, of the people to get them to allow you to extract information to lead down a path, and they will lead you down the path to sell them. Every single person that I've ever had the opportunity and the privilege of being in front of, but they lead you down a path. They will tell you what to say. They will tell you where their strong suits and their objections are, and and where their um, weaker ideas are and, and everything, and you just utilize the information that they put out there, and if you clarify that information, if you help them make better decisions along the way, then the inevitable conclusion is that they're going to be in agreement with you at the end, and they're going to become a customer or client. That's fantastic mm -hmm. advice. Uh you know, I can think back in my early days of selling. I had a couple of different sales jobs, and you know, from selling floor covering, tropic homes, carpet sales, to selling mm -hmm. automobiles, part time as well. And I did both at the same time to feed my family mm -hmm. back way back. And I did very well. I did very well. One of the early habits I picked up from a lot of reading, as you have done, a lot of reading from the sales masters that were out there prior to us is how were they successful. And you yourself, sir, have picked up on that as well. It really does boil down to that, is what are the needs of the customer? What do they need? What do they want? Not what you want to get a commission. Not that you want just to close a sale, just to say, hey, I closed it. And mm -hmm. you know, it's interesting. The, there's a series of books out called The Go-Giver. And mm -hmm. Bob, Bob Berg is one of the, one yeah. of the authors, and uh, John David Mann. And right. they speak highly. In fact, Bob Berg is going to be on the show here uh, uh, towards the end, of, middle to the end of August. I don't have the date exactly right now. We will be advertising it. Bob's going to be on, you know, the author of the series, The Go-Giver. 
And Bob talks about exactly what you say and do, and it's really important is that people need to understand to lead in contribution beyond themselves to the benefit of another. That is also walking in your authenticity, and it's really being true to them. You serve, as you said, and take care of what they need. First of all, as you mentioned, we can go back a little bit and you know, assume the sale. In other words, the sale is already complete. Therefore, the pressure is off the salesperson. Would you not say? That's right. I mean, it's, it's, That's it's right. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a process, it's, and it flows very easily, like water coming down a spring stream, you know. Uh, and when people understand that, as you've eloquently written and also talk about, Robert, um, it just seems to make the, you know, they just get so pent up with, I've got to make the sale, I've got to make the sale. Why? Because they're coming out of like a starvation mode, you know, they're coming out of a, oh. a, a challenging area where I've got to make the sale, I've got to make this sale. The Go-Giver series is amazing because it really gets in and talks about a gentleman in a sales organization of, uh, you know, six or seven people in the office trying to close deals, and it doesn't even matter what the business is, it's really all the same principle. And week after week, month after month, he's falling short in his quotas and he just can't understand it. One of the uh, gentlemen in the office, an older gentleman that people thought he just kind of sat around and had an office because he's retired, uh -huh. so to speak. Uh -huh. And he realized that this man held a lot of clout. He'd probably closed more sales than a whole bunch of them combined over the years. And, uh, you know, he, maybe he's forgotten more than they'll ever know, that kind of an expression. <laughs> <laughs> and and bottom line was he took a liking to this fellow Joe and, and he took him under his wing and said I'm going to introduce you to somebody and first things first if you do not follow what you're being taught and listen intently and follow it day by day they won't allow you in this program and he said what is he talking about and then it goes on and I'm not going to spoil the whole book for everybody that hasn't read the book but I will say this if you haven't you should and as well as, of course, we'll be talking about Robert's books and those he's co-authored and that he did with Brian Tracy as well. But The Go-Giver really talks about what Robert acts and walks and talks every day. He leads with contribution ahead of himself. He thinks about other people first. And what happens as a result of that? It's the funnel. You know, what you give, you shall receive. And it's so true. It is biblically written for those that believe, those that want to think about the, the great book. Uh, it's, a, it's a law of nature. It's a law of us as humankind. You must give to your neighbor. You must give to other people. And sales is so important other than other walks of life. If you don't give to people, meaning you've got to give something to them, you've got to help them, you've got to hold the door, you've got to, you know, whatever it could be. But in sales, as Robert said, assume the sale. You know, it's, it's complete. It's done. It's already there. I, but Robert, it's interesting. After listening to you, I had somebody actually say to me, well, how can you assume the sale? What if, what if the sale doesn't happen right then? I said, well, what do you mean by that? What if it doesn't happen right then? Then if you work with the client, the client or the customer correctly, maybe they just weren't quite ready to purchase at that moment. But guess what you have? You have a friend you have somebody who's going to think about you, even if they go shop someplace else for an automobile or a TV or whatever it might be they're buying. The thing is you made a friend because you thought about their needs ahead of everything. And you you are amazing in that. Uh, and, and if people would understand that, they would excel, especially sales. Sales drives the country. Let's be serious. The world, everything's uh -huh, so uh -huh. 
and there is more selling going on on a daily basis, even people communicating and, and working together. There's a sales process that happens. And if people would recognize it and just say, you know, it isn't all about you. And, and isn't it interesting? What did, what did James Malachek tell us during during the many times we've heard this this awesome, awesome <laughs> money speaker boot camp is that <laughs> if you walk up to somebody in the process, I mean, aren't we kind of selling ourselves and we walk up and say, hi, Robert, how are you? My name's Jeff Miller. Hi, nice to meet you. And you would want me to do all the talking. I'd want you to do all the talking. <laughs> in other words, we're not going to push ourselves on the other. We want to listen to what the other person has to say. In other words, listen with two ears twice as much as the one mouth we have. And uh -huh. James, James is really great about putting that out there. It's just another little, another little tidbit of many, 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 many things that, that formulate this beautiful formula for contributing. And uh, uh -huh. go give... Uh, yeah, if, if anybody has an opportunity to pick that book up or get it on Kindle or whatever, I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, it will facilitate that that Robert also says and does and that he walks and talks in his business every day. And when he gets up in front of people, it's just absolutely fantastic. So that said, I, I mean, I have a series yeah. of questions that I've thought about, Robert, based on, you know, that uh, from knowing you, listening to you on stage, your books, et cetera, uh, you know, and, and, and basically, you know, so what do you say that you don't believe in needs-based selling? Well, you know, excuse me, why? Why do you say that? And basically what I'm trying to say is why do you say that it, you don't believe in needs-based selling? You know, you, well, you emphasize that. Yeah, years ago there was this whole process where people were talking about, you know, doing needs analysis and needs-based selling and all that kind of thing, and I never found it to work. Uh, what I found to work was to, it's funny how you'll find something that works and then you go hear some new deal and so now you're off on the new deal and you stop doing the thing that worked to begin with. <laughs> I know I've done that. So I, have to, I had to go back to what I originally was doing, which was the relationship-based selling. So one of the biggest things I've learned is that you never, ever, ever sell a product or service that people need. Because they're basically, as Maslow has taught us and taught us in the hierarchy of needs, they're, they're three basic needs, food, clothing, and shelter. You know, And so beyond that, anything that we do it has to do with desire. It has to do with our wants. You don't drive a Mercedes because you need a Mercedes. You drive a Mercedes because you want one. You don't live in a, does anybody need to have a $3 million house to live in? You know, a $20 million home, a mansion? No way. Do you need it? No. But do you want it? Yes. So if we will understand, and Zig said it best, and I don't think people really get when he said that exactly the, the fine, minute detail of when Zig Ziglar said, you can have anything in life you want if you'll help enough other people get what they want. He didn't say anything you need right, right. or if you help them get what they need. No, no. If you help them get what they want, find a product or service that is already married or create a product or service. If you, if you can't find one, create one yourself that's already married to what the marketplace is asking for. The worst thing in the world somebody can do as far as trying to go out and be successful, Jeffrey, is to go out and say, oh, I've got this great new invention. I have this great new idea. I have this great thing, this widget, whatever and try to take it and convince the marketplace that they need it or that they even want it. 
it's so much easier just to go to the marketplace and say, what is it that you're wanting? What is it that you desire? And go find a way to get that and give it to them, and in the process you get paid. It's that simple. If you just go find out first what they want and help them fulfill what they want, you're getting, you're putting yourself in a position not only to be a friend and a trusted advisor, but to get paid in the process. Aha, uh-huh. I got it. And, you know, the pieces of the equation is together. Because at one point I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm thinking about my belief structure and leading a contribution ahead of myself to the benefit uh-huh. of another, which is not necessarily to the needs of another. Uh-huh. So, exactly. And I want to make sure I wasn't tripping on my own feet. And, You're exactly you know, right. All, all yeah. needs lead to desires, Jeffrey. All needs lead to desires. But not all desires are based in need. Got it. Excellent quote, yeah. guys. Did everybody get that? Robert, say that again. That is excellent. Oh, I appreciate that. I, yeah, all, all needs lead to desires, but not all desires are based in need. Got it. Got it. Amazing. That is fantastic. And, 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 you know, folks, even when you're out shopping, isn't it amazing if you're out, especially if you're buying, I mean, I do it going to the grocery store. I look at my, my needs wants list. <laughs> I need basic foods. I need I need my almond coconut milk. I need my produce. I need my potatoes. I need, the, I need my salad stuff. And I've, I've been doing pretty good with that. You know, I've, I've been trying to be a very healthy eater and eat the right stuff and you know, stay off sugar and stay off the, a lot of the dairy. And, and, and some people don't agree with it, but, you know, I just happen to feel great doing it. And, uh, you know, my health is excellent. I don't get colds and everything. But, you know, there are there are needs as well. I have those those needs. But most of it is a want and desire to eat uh-huh. a, health, a healthy, balanced diet. You know, and, and, hey, I'll cheat a little bit. Somebody's going to have a birthday party and this chocolate cake. I just might have a piece of the scoop. <laughs> you know? But the bottom line is, you know, those are the kind of, but there's wants and desires there. And if you actually, you go, you know, as you say, you know, it, it's more than this. It's more than just this need need base, which is excellent. Um, you know, one of the things I've learned is that you never sell a product that people need, and that's what basically what you were saying. You know, so right. people buy, as you said, and I'm going over it, what you just said. People buy based on their wants, not their needs, and all needs lead to desires, but not all desires are based in need. I mean, again, that is so fantastic, and everybody just think about that. All needs lead to desires, but not all desires are based in need. Because you don't necessarily need what you desire. It's more what 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 is you know what is it that you really want? Is that not it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Glenn Morshower, you remember you remember uh, Mr. Morshower? Oh yes, was there. I should spoke as well. Yeah. Do you remember what he said? He said that if uh, you give your body, he was talking about nutrition and that kind of thing. He said, give your body what it needs before you give it what it wants. Now, he didn't say in lieu of. He said before you, you have a, a margarita, <laughs> you know, whatever, something you want but don't need, make sure you've got your your protein count in, in, in place and you're getting the right quality and kinds of, of calories. I mean, he went on for a whole thing. I won't go into that here. But, it yeah, once the basic needs are satisfied, everything after that becomes desired. If that weren't true, McDonald's would be bankrupt. Because how many of us really need to stop at a McDonald's to 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 fill a 
hunger pain that we may have. No, but if we're on the road or something like that, I mean, that's not somewhere you want to eat very often. But if you, I'm, I'm sure every one of our listeners has probably at least in one time in their life had a, a McDonald's hamburger or some fries or something. And it basically has to do with it's there, it's available, it's it's in the middle of what the market is asking for, and they go there and, and they've become the the most successful franchise on the planet as a result. And we all know it's not that healthy. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's considerable, considerable things not that healthy. And, you know, you talk about Glenn Morshaw, I mean, uh, since meeting Glenn in L.A., you know, I mean, he, that man has been in more movies, more phenomenal oh, yeah. movies. Yeah. And, you know, before meeting him, he was like a hero. And all of a sudden I'm saying, wow, I'm going to get to see him on stage live. And that's that's another thing, you know, and, and, and I'll bring this up again. Our friend, Mr. James Malinchuk, ABC's The Secret Millionaire, if anybody's not seen that show, I highly recommend it. You know, get on the replay and watch. I think, believe it was in the first the first run, wasn't it, Robert? Uh, the first, first year? Season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, first season. I think it was a third show. Um, I mean, uh, and, and Coach Tony, who you and I both know, uh, who just, I mean, uh, wow, what a pleasure to meet Coach Tony as well in L.A. And uh, Coach Tony and I, you know, converse back and forth on Facebook every now and then and, and like each other's posts, et cetera. But Glenn... Uh, I have to thank James, you know, for the connections we've all made uh, due to our knowing James and his his ability to connect those people who he sees. He sees how people fit together and how they can work together. But I had not realized that I was going to meet Glenn. I knew his face from all the various movies and shows I've seen him on. Mm -hmm. And when he walked on stage, I said, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, how fantastic! How fantastic! I mean, it, 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 and, and then, and then, one of my favorite—I don't watch a lot of television—but there's been a little series that came on this last year called Revolution. And in the end of Revolution, I think it was the second to the last show. Both, both, both of the last shows of the season. Nobody knew, but I turned it on, and guess whose face I saw? Glenn. I said, you've got to be kidding me. He's on Revolution as well. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just great. But, you know, we, we meet some phenomenal people, as as you know. Uh, you know, if we think about it, if we had to pay to get on a plane or whatever, transportation and travel to see the people we've met, uh, Hollywood, et cetera, you know, Joe Theismann and, and you name it, uh, Patricia Heaton and, and, uh, you know, Masha Cross uh, from Desperate Housewives. All these people we have met as a result of you and I being in L.A. and being at an event with James. I mean, we, we would have paid a small fortune to meet these people, possibly maybe never would have got a chance to meet them. So it's all part of that connection base that we we feel very, very blessed to be a part of, which I love. So philosophy and mindset, pick that up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Let's talk about it. Okay. We have. Oh, we have a caller, Robert. I okay. believe. I believe we can take a caller. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to get a name here. If you ready for caller, Robert? Would you like to have a caller? Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, by the way, Mr. Miller, for those that stay on the line until the end, I'm going to do what. Uh, 
what the Godfather said. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'm going to blow your mind wow. with what I'm going wow. to be able to give to your that. people you today. I'm just so grateful. Hang in here. Hang in here. 20 minutes, 28 minutes of showtime left in this fantastic <laughs> show with Mr. Robert Parkinson, and he's just let the cat out of the proverbial bag. <laughs> he's got an offer you cannot refuse. Hang in here with us. This show is great, and it's going to get better. So, Emily, uh, we have a lady that has a question. If you'd like to go ahead and bring her on. Hi, good afternoon. Welcome to Authentic U Media. Hi there, Jeffrey and Robert. I am Rashima from Houston, Texas. Wow. And Rashima, how are you? I am awesome. I am really excited to hear Robert live. I haven't seen him and talked to him since the James Malachek event in April. But, Robert, I have two specific questions. Okay. My first question is, when will you be in Texas? <laughs> I will be uh, I will be in Texas in about sixty to ninety days. Rashima, you gotta you gotta remember something though. If he's gonna be in Texas, it's gotta be a fiddle in the band. <laughs> <laughs> and my and second I must question. have met you as well, or if I didn't have the pleasure, I was also there in April, so in Los Angeles. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I had the pleasure of personally meeting with you, Jeffrey. Well, thank you. Well, go ahead. You had a, you also had another question. <laughs> Robert, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> the second question is, out of your, your various books, which one would you suggest that we start reading first? Well, I appreciate that question. The, the main one would be to stop selling, start listening, because I, I know that it, it tends to make people believe that they're reading a book on sales, but it's really not. It's a book about relationships, and it's a very short book. I never wanted to write a doorstop, and so I, I wrote something that I believe is the combined effort of, of over 20, 25 years of sales experience and management and leadership and owning of businesses and that kind of thing, what I would call the cliff notes. So, yeah, you would get the distilled version and the cliff notes through that, and then you can move into some of the other areas as well. The other books that I was uh, fortunate to be a part of, I was simply a co-author, and so there were many other authors, and I only contributed a chapter to those books in full disclosure. So the only one that I've written that is a book completely of my own is the Top uh, Seller, Stop Selling, Start Listening uh, which you can certainly uh, get at my website at robertparkerson.com if you would be interested in looking at that. But let me say this, too, while I have your attention here for just a minute. Uh, Jeffrey, th this lady doesn't tell you this, but she's known sorry, America's but... top. Yep. I'm sorry? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say that again. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's known as America's top health coach. Oh, uh, she is. She, she's a phenomenal lady. We we have you talk about law of attraction and bringing the right people together. You you have a superstar lady on the line right now that people may not even some people may not know her name, but those that know her or that are in her inner circle or mastermind or whatever know how incredible she really is. And this is like having a Glenn Moore show or James or somebody else calling in to have her even call in and ask questions. I'm humbled that you would even ask me because I know that the superstar status that you have, uh, Rashima, in the, in the things that you do. So uh, if any of the listeners out there want to get in contact uh, with you, I'll be happy to direct them to you. They can just send me an email or whatever, and uh, I'll be glad to get people information about how to get a hold of you. But I want to thank you for being on the show and also for asking the questions today. I'm honored by that. 
Oh, thank you. And I'm going to pick up that book today and read it so that I can share it with others. And thanks, Jeffrey, for having Robert on. Well, Rashima, thank you for calling in. And uh, I, I would be very honest and, and tell you I'd like for you to get in touch with us. Um, I, I believe we have a lot of listeners that would like to hear your message. There you go. Good stuff. Sounds great. Thank you. Great. Awesome. So get a hold of us through our Facebook page and send us a message, and uh, we'll be very happy to get right back in touch with you. And thank you very much for calling in. Great. All right. Well, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. And uh, for those of you, Robert, tell a little bit more about Rashima because I think that she didn't. That if I had known that, I would have given more more credence to letting her introduce herself a little better. That's why I didn't tell you. I didn't want you to take any more of my time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, in all honesty, uh, I, I hope she does have her own uh, her own time with you because she's a sweet, sweet person. She's a giving person. You know, one of the things that you talked about earlier was giving in order to receive. It amazes me how many people will walk out in the middle of a field and look down at the ground and say, I want a piece of corn, but they've never planted corn. That's and right. so, you know, as sales professionals, we need to understand that the first thing we do is the law of reciprocity. You have to give in order to get. And Bob talks about that in the book as well with the, with the go-giver. And so she's one of those that's just a giving heart, giving spirit. She gives a lot uh, to her community. She has she helps people get through challenges and trials and that kind of thing. And she's one of those people that just has a huge heart. And so I would recommend that, uh, you know, anybody that might have any interest, whatever, in Anything to do with diet and nutrition or, or health, she does. I think most of her training is pretty much virtual, online, and everything. So she doesn't have to meet with you personally, but she can still help you get through challenges, whether they're nutrition challenges or whatever. And, uh, on her webpage, I know that her her first picture on the webpage is Oprah Winfrey uh, with a quote that says, "Surround yourself only with people who are going to take you higher." That's a quote from Oprah, and I know that that's on her webpage. So, just a sweet lady, and uh, be good, good to to connect with her for sure, no doubt. Oh, that's fantastic! And uh, again, uh, very, very happy that that she was able to give a call, and uh, you know, got in, got in, and uh, we're waiting. Emily's uh, our producer is uh, is also uh, you know talking about a few other people here. I see. Uh, we've got some listeners, okay. I guess, that have specific questions is what I'm getting from my producer right now, Emily. And, uh, folks, I'd also like to, to uh, thank Emily personally, Emily West Sadler. She is part of Authentic You Media, but she is actually producing this show from north of London in the U.K. this evening, where it's, you know, coming up on about 20 minutes to 10 p.m., and uh, we are blessed to have her as part of our team, and thank you, Emily, for producing tonight for me. Uh, it sure makes it easier when I don't produce and uh, host the show. <laughs> it just, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a guy, I say. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, I want to talk about the books a little bit. You know, I, I, you start, first of all, go back. Your, your, your humble beginnings and that that you went through with your dad, I mean, that, that's sad. Uh, uh, gosh, I mean, we have friends that have been through similar circumstances with family and children, et cetera, you know, and losing a loved one is just an amazing sense of, of loss in a, in a young person's life. However, it sets us up for that that we need to learn in the life. 
And I believe, personally, I believe that that is one of the conditions that's been set up by creation, God's source, that things happen to us for particular reasons. And that maybe mm-hmm. it's part of our soul's journey to, in fact, and there's a lot written about this, and a lot of people call it humbug, you know, and the more I read by people that I really trust and value, the more I believe it. And it's, it is biblical. It all goes right back to that great book. For those that don't choose to believe it, it's been proven. But here we go. We are who we are as spiritual beings in human form on this earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, have walk, we have a walk to walk and a talk to talk. And we're each led to it by that that we experience. From the time we can remember from about two to three years of age is when our memory really, you know, our collective memory, there's a lot we remember internally, you know, about not to touch hot things and how to walk and how to start to learn how to talk. But our real memory really kicks in about two, three years of age. And uh, then it really picks up from experience. Everything we experience creates the who you are right up to this every every second of where you are right now. It's the difference is when things happen to people, when they you know that expression that's been said by one of those greats, when bad things happen to good people, mm-hmm. good people, good people take that and they take it within and they say it's for a good reason this has happened, therefore I need to learn from it. I need to be humbled. I need to understand it as best I can, even if I don't. I need to move forward and be strong as a result of it. And that's what happens to those that they gain their inner strength and they come out of something that's been meant. You certainly had to do that. You know, you you were plummeted into being the man of the house. I have a similar story. I was I was older, I was in my teens, but still had to do it. And uh, I was my mom, my youngest sister, and two identical twin autistic brothers back in the day when they uh-huh. didn't even know they didn't even know what the word autism was. They called it retarded. And they would live at home. There was no place. There was no home. There were no programs. There was no support. There was zero. There was two parents trying to make it. And unfortunately, the two parents didn't make it. Uh, My mom to this day, God bless her, 82 years of age, and both of my brothers are in uh, a a residence, as they call it now, uh, far beyond uh, reach, so to speak, of, of really getting to them on, you know, what they can do with autism and savants and, and uh, people on the spectrum, as they call it today, is so much more uh, advanced than what it was. And they were born in 1959. We're going back a few years. So that said, I understand and feel, although none of our conditions and situations are the same, you know, I too had to become that man of the house. And I believe it really brings us to a point of, of realization, it brings us to a point of we need to be who we are and the best we possibly can be. And by gosh, you have done that. You have done that. But, you know, from then, you know, you went up through and, and you just said, I'm going to do it, and you did it. And, you know, you didn't accept no for an answer right up to the point where you co-authored and, and involved with the books, you know, the books, and then the, and the one with Brian Tracy, which is a fantastic opportunity. I applaud you on that. But talk a little bit more, and I know you've, you've gotten around it. I'd really like to, you know, we've got about 17 minutes of show left, and we're going to get to your offer, and I'm just checking just to make sure. Nope, no other callers at the moment. They're all listening. They all want to hear this, Robert. Um, <laughs> when you talk about the three keys to transforming ordinary contacts into customers' referrals and repeat business in your book, uh-huh. could you uh-huh. – could you highlight that a little bit more? I'd like to go over that. I know you've touched on it in, in this discussion today in our talk, but I really want everybody to hear this because 
this is the <laughs> those that are out there that are having a tough time. A lot of people in sales, but just in life, as we've already mentioned, people are selling in life just to get along these days. Mm. But if you would, please, thank you. Yeah, I, it's okay for me to go ahead and uh, and be raw. Then is that what you're telling me? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Because some people say that when I, you know, even in the book, one of the words that I use in the book is very strong, and people find it uh, to be very raw in some cases. So uh, I'll go ahead and, and say what I said in the book, and that is that the philosophy and mindset have have everything to do. And this this whole call has really been about the philosophy and the mindset and the law of attraction and all that kind of thing. But the first step is to understand that you're not there to sell anything. Your job is to be there to uncover facts that can give you the opportunity to be able to help this person by offering this person a solution that's good for them. And if your product or your service is not good for them, then shame on you if you try to sell it to them anyway. Gotcha. Okay, the other the other thing is if you vomit, and there's that word, if you vomit your solution on someone, no matter how good that solution is, all they want to do is get away from you and take a shower. So stop being a salesperson and going in and telling them how wonderful you are and how great your product is and how great your service is and all that kind of thing and vomiting all over people where they resist you, they want to be away from you, they don't want to be around you. They almost get to the point where they detest seeing you coming and start being a, a problem solver. And really, I guess the best way to put it is to start being a detective. And once you become a detective and you ask questions, folks, I just gave you the first key, and that is asking questions. The person who asks the questions is the person in control of the conversation. And most people sit down and talk about their product or service, and the customer does all the question asking. Well, who is that then in control? The customer is then in control. You should be the detective. You should ask the questions to find out where the pain is. Where where are you hurting? Where where can I help? Where do you want more pleasure? Where can I help? So everything in life is people make decisions based on two reasons and two reasons only, as Tony Robbins has taught us, and that is to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. So if you understand that these are the basic premises of every decision that's being made, find out where the pain is. Or find out what it is that they're trying to get to in their world of pleasure. You may be buying a new yacht. You know, there may not be any pain involved in that. That's a pleasure process. So we need to speak to the way that they're going to feel when they're standing on the front of that yacht and it takes its maiden voyage out in the ocean for the first time or in the bay or whatever, and how they're going to feel so successful and in control now that they've reached the point in their life where they can have their own boat that's so awesome like this and have those friends on that boat. And we start appealing to those things, but not in such a form that we're vomiting all this information over them until we've found out from them first what their triggers are, what their buying triggers are. So Mm. once you become a detective, the next step is then to become a consultant, not a salesperson. There you go. There you go. Become a consultant with them. Okay? And I will say this, that it doesn't matter whether it's pain or pleasure. The most powerful weapon that someone has as a sales professional is the ability to move someone emotionally. Right. 
Very, very, very true. Does that help? It sure does. That's fantastic. You know, you talk about pain and pleasure. Um, I I became a strategic interventionist as a result of mm-hmm. following Tony Robbins for many, many years, and I went through mm. his complete training program. And sure. I also went to master uh, NLP, and I'm also a hypnotherapist. And mm-hmm. one of the things I learned really early on about, and it's all to do with human needs psychology, which you talk a lot about. When you have, you know, the human mind is really geared for two things, and that's to overcome pain with pleasure, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of people have habits that you might not think are so good. Well, right. they have buying habits, they have eating habits, they have drinking habits, they have they have binge Correct. habits, they have you name it habits. We're creatures of habit. Our mm-hmm. mindset from our beginning is all about overcoming pain and replacing it with pleasure. And evidently it comes back from when we were, you know, possibly cave people way back when, as they say, if that's really what it was, <laughs> you know, and we were worried about being eaten or eat, um, you know. So if we felt pain, what do you do? You're looking for pleasure. Um, again, it's the same situation. It's the same situation. If you're feeling pain, but you, you said that, you've got to overcome that pain and offer them pleasure. Sometimes the buying process is painful. Sometimes it's something that you said, uh, you've got to do it. And that's very interesting. Those are great. Those are great points. Thank you very much for bringing those up. Um, we probably, I'm, see, I'm just checking with Emily, see if we have any other. Looks like a lot of listeners, Robert, a lot of listeners all the way around. And she is, I guess, believing that, yep, we're all set for callers with questions right at this moment. We've got about 11 minutes of show left. So let's talk about this fantastic offer that you would like to talk to us about. Well, I just want to do something special for you and for your your, your listeners. And uh, you know, I, I have a uh, one of the things I've learned a long time ago was that all successful, wealthy, top achievers, as we've been taught, have coaches. And uh, you know, we have our coaches. You you have coaches. I have coaches, and uh, all kinds of different areas of our lives. And uh, you know, Tiger Woods has coaches. Uh, Muhammad Ali had coaches. I, if you look at, there's one thread of commonality that goes through every single successful person that we see on TV, from Oprah Winfrey to Michael Jordan, whoever it doesn't matter. You know, they all have coaches that have coached them along the way, teachers and instructors and so on, to get to the positions that they are currently enjoying. And so, I have a coaching program. And one of the things that I enjoy is being able to see the light come on in people's eyes and be able to watch them light up and being able to help business owners and and speakers and marketers and those kind of people to get to the next level. And my coaching program for a one-day time with me uh, where you you actually come and meet with me and we do uh, just an intense telephone, radio, uh, TV, Internet, everything off type intense time of training and taking you to the next level, one day of coaching is uh, $5,000. Okay. $49.97 for one day. And that's five hours. So if you if you break that down, that's about $1,000 an hour. So here's what, here's what I want to do for your people. Anyone who can follow the three steps that I'm going to give, I will give you a 15-minute free coaching call valued at $249.00. Absolutely no obligation, nothing whatsoever. It's simply my gift to you as a, as time one-on-one with you to help me to help you get through your most pressing challenge that you might have. 
So it's not an all-day coaching thing, but I'm going to do several back-to-back-to-back-to-back with those people who follow the steps. And here's the steps, very simply. I've created a new Facebook page not too long ago that is now uh, my, what you call a Facebook fan page, you know. And so I'm trying to, to get a little bit of attention to that thing. So if people would be so kind as to go by the Facebook fan page for Robert Parkerson uh, under public figure and just like the, the fan page. Very simple thing to do. If you'll just give me a like, all right? The next thing is go to my website at robertparkerson.com, and that's Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T, Parkerson, not to be confused with Parkinson. It's P-A-R-K-E-R. S-O-N.com, you'll find a place on the website where you can register to get a free copy of the first chapter of my top selling book, Stop Selling, Start Listening. If you register for that chapter and you click your email, we'll send you an email out, and you click to confirm in your email, if you do that, then I will get a notification that you've done that, and I will send out to anyone who comes as a result of this show, and I'm able to track that, I'll send out a certificate for a free 15-minute private coaching call with me, $249 value, plus you got a free copy of the first chapter of the book. And so that's just my gift to your people today, Jeffrey. I hope that some people get to wow. enjoy that. I have nothing to sell. I'm just giving that to people that want to be a part. That is absolutely fantastic. And, folks, you know, I want to talk about Let me go back for a second. You know, there's value, amazing value. And some people say, well, if I get something for nothing, what value does it have? This has an amazing intrinsic value, folks. Think about this. $1,000 per hour for a five-hour session is Robert's normal. Now, you might say, wow, that's an awful lot of money. But let me ask you this question. If you were at the bottom of the heap in sales, and you scratched it together, and you bought his that full price training program, and you went to the top, and you doubled or tripled your income in sales that year, the next year, the next year, the next year, what investment have you spent in yourself? Was that a lot of money now? Was that $5,000 a lot of money? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is one of the biggest issues going on out there today. People are not valuing themselves enough to invest the money instead of going on that big I'm sorry, you know, I'm gonna say it to you point yeah. blank guys. I've had to do it. And I went around the, I went around that lamppost a lot of times the other way. Until mm. I finally and I read enough books and I listened to enough people who said, Jeff, you are not investing in yourself. It's not a lot of money if you're investing in yourself. How many people go and spend three, four, five, six thousand dollars on a week's vacation someplace Mm. They can't afford it, and it winds up on a credit card they can't afford. Bottom line, folks, mm-hmm. is even if you go for the whole the whole enchilada here and buy the whole program after the fact, take advantage of this opportunity to invest in yourself. I'm saying invest in yourself and follow what Rob has just given you as a phenomenal offer. Robert, thank you so very much. Listeners of our show, AuthenticUMedia.com, get this offer. Those of you that are here right now, you get this offer. Those that didn't, don't. And that's really it, okay? He's only going to take so many, but there you go. Phenomenal, fantastic offer, Robert. Thank you so very, very much. I might even take him up on it, folks. I'm going to tell you what. He mentioned <laughs> Every great 
person that's out there in the business as Robert is and as I am. I am a strategic interventionist, I'm a hypnotherapist, and I'm an NLP practitioner. I have a program called 21 Days to Change Your Mind. And I mean, I will. You know, I will knock you out of those bad habits. So you know what? Work with Robert and then come work with me and see where you go. You're going to be sailing. You know, I mean, you're going to have the funds to buy that sailboat. That's how much you're going to be sailing because it works. It works. It's hey, a matter Jeffrey? of time. You've got to change your mind. Go ahead, Jeffrey? Robert. Yes. I, uh, I invested my first year in my coach. I wrote an $18,000 check for the first year, which some people, you know, don't even make that much in a year. Uh, hard to believe, but they don't. And I guess after you make that back in a month, what you what you invested, not spent, but invested, it's a mindset, what you invested in, in some program or whatever uh, for an entire year, you make that back in a month because you were part of the program, then you double it, and then some, uh, you begin to understand that maybe it was worth the shortcut. <laughs> you know, people spend thousands of dollars to go to college to get a piece of paper to hang on the wall, and they have no guarantees of anything. But there's a reason why Donald Trump's show is called The Apprentice. That's right. And I don't care, you know, people say, I don't like Donald Trump. Well, you may not like him, but look at the dollars and cents the man carries on a bank account balance. Yeah. And think about that. Uh, whether you like him or you don't like him, there are people you need to look at. They've done it. They've been there. They have made it. If you haven't, you shouldn't be scorning them. <laughs> it's really that simple. And you know, you and I, sir, we're 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 in the we're in the heap there somewhere, but we don't quite fit up to all that. But you know what? We're working on it. We're working on it. How are we doing it? We are doing it by contributing to other people and helping them get it. And that's a blessing. That's a blessing, Robert. And I want to thank you so very, very much for being with us today. I've got a couple of minutes left. I can't believe we've had such fun this entire hour. And I've got a couple of show announcements. I'd just like to quickly say next week, folks. Do not miss next week's show because our lovely producer, Emily West Sadler, is in fact our guest next week. Our VIP guest is our producer tonight. Emily is a social media expert. She is known as the virtual assistant goddess. And you've got to hear, if you've been having problems, issues with website, connecting the dots to get from Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to want to hear this show next week. And she is she's renowned worldwide, guys. She has clients all over this beautiful blue planet. That have, she, she just has it. She has the testimonies to go along with it. She's got the people. They rely on her. I'm going to tell you personally, folks, you know, when Robert said something about having a coach, I also have a coach, and one of them is Emily, because she has made immense improvement in my online presence, my ability to get seen People complain I don't get seen on Facebook. I don't. People don't read my tweets, etc. Emily has the pieces to that puzzle. She knows how to connect those dots. Do not miss next week's show. Emily West Sadler from London. And Emily, again, thank you for producing for Robert and I tonight. It has been a pleasure. Although, folks, you haven't heard her lovely voice, you will next week. Robert, this has been fantastic. Thank you so very much for being a guest on with us today. And I, I can't. I got to tell you, I picked up again. I've seen you live, as I mentioned earlier. I picked up so much knowledge again today. And that's it, folks. Get the book. Listen to what Robert has to say. Take him up on his offer, that fantastic offer. You can't go wrong. Invest in yourself. Thank you. But Robert, just one, we got one minute left. Just make sure they get your website. 
www.robertparkerson.com. Absolutely fantastic. Robert Parkerson, my friend, thank you again. And I hope to catch up with you very, very soon in person again and shake your hand. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. This has been Interviews with Authentic You on the Authentic You Media Network. And thank you so much for being with us. Robert, again, thank you, sir. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, God bless. God bless. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. Have a lovely rest of your day. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.